This was a vision. I'm telling you, these people are Satanists. As I sit here, they are Satanists. Look, the world is full of these kind of things. Black masses, mutilations, mutilations. The incubus, the succubus. I'm telling you, we got to go down to the religious supply store. We got to get ourselves a couple of gallons of holy water. My cousin Jerry's a priest. He can get us a deal. Do you want him to take your family, kidnap them, tear their livers out, and make some kind of satanic pate? Hey, once they get in here, it's over, pal. Trigger warning. This podcast may include explicit content that will take you out of your comfort zone and make you question reality. Listener's discretion is advised. How's it going, everyone? What is up? Today, New York Patriot joins us once more to cover the Order of Quetzalcoatl. We also dive into the Shriners, his experience being a member of the OTO and all things secret society, including the Mormons. New York brings the fire as usual as we reveal messages hidden in plain sight. And I have included the links to the New York Patriot Show podcast and the Occult Rejects and Friends podcasts in the show notes for you to go ahead and check out. This episode is really awesome because when I covered the order of Quetzalcoatl and the connection to the Marvel movies in previous episodes, I really wanted someone to come on and dive a little bit further into detail with Things that they had seen in real life, and New York Patriot is that person. So saddle up, because we are going to jump right into the episode. This one is incredible, and I hope everyone goes and checks out the New York Patriot Show and the Occult Rejects and Friends podcast for more mind-blowing information. But with that being said, let's roll right into the episode. Alright everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Cosmic Peach Podcast. Tonight we have on, once again, New York Patriot from the New York Patriot Show. How are you? What's going on? Very good, very good. Very happy to be here. Always enjoy doing shows with you. Yes, same. We're the dream team. Yeah, no, I like it. It always works out well. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I have to say, you're probably one of the more higher listeners. Uh, guests that I have on too so oh thank you so yeah. much. <laughs> sure so it, it helps Obviously, it's because people... half of them find it interesting and half of them think I'm bonkers so it's always just an entertaining show for them like this chick is legitimately crazy New York why do you keep <laughs> having her on <laughs> it's good though it's a good mix I think <laughs> did you ha- did you get some hate on the John Benet Ramsey? Anybody tell you I was cooking no, puffs? It was like one person where they were getting picky about where. Oh my god, I'm getting confused now. Where something I forgot you mentioned a movie being filmed. Oh, Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, they were getting like real picky about the time and the date and where and when, and I was like, 
I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, that's the one complaint you have about the show. I'm happy with. Yeah, blow me. For I'm real. like, out of everything that you talked about, if that's the one thing that they pulled apart, then I'm happy with that because there was some very off out there stuff that I thought was mm-hmm. or seriously something people should think about. Oh, well, yeah. And so, so they're they complaining were... about that. I'm totally fine. <laughs> no questions on the SRA or child rape. I, or I, torture still, to death. I am still blown away by the whole pageant thing. No, I know. I was, even was saying that to Teresa lately that I had mm-hmm. said, like, that's still something I, I forget about, but really want to go back into and look at myself because that is bizarre. You should look at how many other little girls have been put through the pageant circuit. It's crazy, New York. And there are nobodies who aren't John Benet Ramsey who are going through the pageant circuit. Kids like me, kids like anyone in your family could actually be victims of these pageant rings. And not even realize it you know the sexualization where are they selling these pictures and videos to you know what i'm saying you have no idea if the person who started the thing you know, that's why they did it that's what i'm I saying mean, you have no idea like you, you're just putting your kid in a pageant because you like you want the kid to like you know everybody to cheer them on and you want to feel like a good fucking parent and get off on it but you have no <laughs> idea who the hell even started this shit no i mean I i'm sure odds are they're probably all not but i mean you have no idea you can have that's some, the problem like, I like the little kids. Huh? I got money. I'll start pageants. They'll bring them to me. You right. don't have to be touching them. You just have the photos of them. In the videos. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to go behind stage while they're getting dressed. Yeah, like, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You yeah, know? Yeah, if it's even like that in this dressing room stage, I, I mean, set up. I mean, you put a mm-hmm. camera wherever you want now. No shit. And then you have countless videos to share on some type of freaking black site oh yeah like you log in and pay me 29.99 a month and i'll post little kids getting dressed in the you know what i'm saying it's just a it's such a cesspool (laughs) (laughs) but we have joined up tonight yes for the order of quetzalcoatl how do you say i say quetzalcoatl but people say it all kind of fucked up Quetzalcoatl. How do you say it? I'm probably not saying it right myself either. Uh, Quetzalcoatl. I, I call it Quetzalcoatl. 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 Well, yeah, Quetzalcoatl, really. That's how I say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're linked in with the Shriners. Yes. Uh, the Order of Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, this is the best way to explain it. Um, when you're in the Masons, it used to be at one point, I think you had to be a 32nd degree Mason in order to get into the Shriners. Um, then they changed it. I mean, who knows why? I'm just assuming, I mean, in all actuality, I, I, I do think at some point, maybe these secret societies were actually designed to maybe for people to actually better themselves, you know, like seriously, like it may not have been like you know, designed automatically to ruin people, but it could have been, um, you know, I, I, so I do think like at one point, like maybe, you know, the 32nd degree to, jo- to join that might've been like, they wanted it, you to have certain understandings, knowledge and stuff. Eventually, they changed it to like a third degree. All you had to do was be a master mason. So like that would bring people in that probably don't know as much. So I would assume that's also like, one, now the person really doesn't know much. And two, you're opening up your, I guess, your pool of pickings because, uh, yeah, to be, because, well, no, as Shriners, you can't ask to join. But that will open up kind of more people eligible to join. So then you can become a Shriner at just being a third degree Mason. But the whole reasoning I was even going into, like, I'm not understanding, like, why they would drop their degree unless it's to open up more uh, people to pick is because after you become a Shriner, there's two other inner orders besides that that is only handpicked. 
So like they could be bringing people in to become Shriners because maybe whatever the order of Quetzalcoatl, which is an inner order of the Shriners, mm-hmm. you, can't, you can't ask to be one. They have to ask you. Mm. Well, you know, maybe we might want some like lawyers or judges or cops or tax people or whatever. Oh, that makes There might be more of them eligible at a third degree than 32nd degree. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. And does, did you ever see or meet anyone who was in that order? No, I, uh, the best I I was able to talk to was I have a a friend who's still a Mason now. And uh, I had asked him, he knew of the Shriners and he knew, not the Shriners, I'm sorry. Well, they, they had to have been a Shriner actually anyway. He knew of a few jesters. Now that's another inner order of the Shriners that you can become, you can join if they ask you. Uh, if you've ever seen the Shriners, a lot of times when they have like clowns with them, or like if they're in their like little cars and they got clowns walking around in the streets, a lot of the sh- jesters are them. Oh. It's an inner order of the Shriners. Um, he had told me that he knew a couple of them and that they were known. He had even said like they have a bad name. Mm-hmm. You know, and they have actually been literally busted and you can like make a, a PACER account and even go look at the court cases. They have been busted for sex trafficking. Oh, my God. The jesters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So. And they're like, they're in order of the Shriners. Now, the thing with Quetzalcoatl, now the Shriners, they have a hospital. They have children's hospitals. They have a couple of them in the United States. That's another rabbit hole. Yeah. Now, the order of Quetzalcoatl, this is just, this is just too weird for me. Now, I know they're always trying to make it look like they're very, uh, oh, God, what's that word where they give back to the community? I can't remember. There's like a a specific, charity? Yeah, or even something. There's another word that sounds so nice when you use it. I can't forget the term. Like a something, non-profit. Something Bill Gates would, yeah. Oh, so Phil, like a fellow, uh, I forgot the word. Oh, but, no, a philanthropist. Yeah, yeah. You know, they're trying to act like great philanthropists here, you know. That's yeah. What they considers themselves. You know? uh, <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, so. They actually provide vans and transportation for the Shriners Hospital. That's great. Yeah, like if, if you found, like, you could go into the Wayback Machine on Internet Archive, and, like, if you found, like, a, a temple or a site that might have existed, even if it's not even open anymore, mm-hmm. as long as you can find the email address, you can throw it in there and then, like, go look back, like, 10 years. And I was showing it when we covered the Order of Quetzalcoatl. Um there was like on sites, they were literally showing pictures of their Shriners van. And even in the corner, corner of it, it says donated by the order of Q. Like they were like showing, like they, they were advertising that the, the, on their lodge sites, you know, this is what we do. We help the Shriners hospital with transporting children. Oh my God. That's like, that's like really weird. And it's like, and the funny thing is too, is like when we were covering that, that was like even a time where it's like, not to get back to QAnon, but like, I literally do think Quetzalcoatl, the order of Quetzalcoatl is partially behind the QAnon PSYOP. Another reason why we covered them. But it's like funny how it's like the people who are probably involved with trafficking kids Mm -hmm. are the ones got you thinking they're going to save you from it one day. That would be very... Or they're giving you a savior that's going to save, you know. That would be very much their MO. They love to do stuff like that. We're going to tell them about the child sex trafficking rings that we are conducting and then get them to think that we are their saviors. Uh, you want to that even- just seems like something that they would do. The first time I heard of the order of Quetzalcoatl or Quetzalcoatl, however you say it. Yeah. Um, Nobody's always going to say we're saying it wrong. Yeah. The it's first full, time I heard of... Full of Q-bird for all I care. Yeah, Q-A. <laughs> uh-huh. It was while I was doing research 
for something else. And when I saw it abbreviated as Q, the first thing that popped into my head was this is connected with Q, like Q and on for those who don't know what I meant by that, like Q and Q and on. I, they have to be, that's too much for a coincidence, New York. Yeah. They even have like a, uh, they even have like a catchphrase too, or like aiming, uh, transportation is our game or something like that. It's oh. so wild. You know, I could probably look it up, like literally look it up right now. Cause like, I think their website is like Supreme Q or some shit like that. Oh my God. Supreme Q. Yeah. 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 And they even have like uh, some, like, yeah, some, uh, what does it say? Oh, fun is the name of the game. Transportation is our aim. Oh, wow. Go to hell. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, you go to this site. It looks like it was made like back in the eighties. Wow. And like, you can't look at anything really like maybe one or two pages because you have to actually sign in to look at anything else. Mm, they have to make sure you are part of the cult before you can look at all of the articles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, they do have that. Fun is the name of the game. Transportation is our aim. I mean, even like another weird thing, <laughs> even to get into, like even with the Shriners too. And uh, this is like completely random, but it is just something that uh, I had came across kind of like after the fact. I mean, maybe it was during when we were covering them. Um, one time we decided to cover, uh, who was that? Oh, that gay rapper that was, that was like dirty, uh, that was dancing on Lucifer's lap, on the devil's lap. Oh, Lil Nas. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We decided to cover him uh, mm-hmm. just because he was a hot topic at the time. And uh, I, I just was picking other videos because I was like, I'm, I'm sure like this isn't the only one that was weird. Mm-hmm. You know, I've just never seen the other ones. So uh, I go to look at a few other ones by him. And there, uh, there was one. Where I just thought it was weird and I was like, you know, it could be just advertising. But then I started to look into it. There was one video that um, one and I'm not even going to get into this. They're showing Doritos a lot. That's something totally, totally different. But I had noticed them focus on that was a video where I think he was turning into a vampire or werewolf, too. Mm -hmm. They were focusing on him like in some store on like this display of Estee Lauder cream. And I'm just like, all right, well. I know I understand in, in rap videos, you're just supposed to show bougie shit to make people think you're rich. Uh, advertising, maybe you're getting paid to put that in there. You know what I'm saying? But then I was like, let me just look into, well, I want to see what's in this stuff. And the like main active ingredient is spina bifida. Uh, uh-huh. That is like a, um, it's a spine. It's like a sack that grows. It's like a birth defect, actually. It's the number one, I think, birth defect that the, doesn't screw kids up or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's like a common number one birth defect. Uh, they grow a sack on it and it, it is um, fermented spina bifida. Basically, bacteria starts to grow on it. It ferments. They put that in night serum. That is also the number one surgery done at the Shriners Hospital. So I was <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh my God. So for my New Year's special uh, where I get all the girls together, I had on Janet and Ellie and they were talking about Estee Lauder and how they use the aborted fetal cell in Estee Lauder for the tightening effect oh. on women's faces. I wonder if, has anything to, I wonder if like even the, the, the stuff in the sack has anything to do with that too. Think about that though. Where do you think yeah. they're getting that stuff from? Yeah, well, I was... Probably buying it from the hospitals, like getting it from the kids. Right, right. 
So they're using aborted fetal cell on the face to create that tightening effect. That's probably how, besides the fact that they unfortunately have, there's plenty of people who have no idea that the Shriners are even Masons and donate to their hospitals. But I mean, in all actuality, I, I, I do know that they kind of, I, I think they're supposed to be like free or fairly, you know, they help out, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they, they're helping out because they're, they're selling the fucking spinal fluid that they're taking from the fucking kids. Among other things. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, mm-hmm. just like, I'm sure they're having their ways of like, you know, selling this leftover stuff or whatever, you know. They, oh, yeah. 100%. Just I completely worth more than, you know. And I, were, I was thinking about this before we started recording, and I kind of talked to you a little bit about it, but I had never asked you how you knew so much about this stuff, and I just took for granted everyone listened to your show because I listened oh. to your show. Um, and then I had some people asking me about your background, kind of like, what, what is New York? What did he do? How does he have all this uh, kind of a cult type of knowledge? And right. I actually sent them a couple episodes <laughs> to listen to, but nice. Thank you. give me some Cliff's notes. Well, how it was that you got into this circle? Well, all right. Well, for the podcasting. All right. Well, I mean, before I started podcasting, I was a member of the Ordo Templi Orientis. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty much a member up until like COVID. Um, I had even stopped going kind of on and off for like six months to a year prior to that. But um, at some point, you know, in, in my life, I did start getting interested into magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I did believe, you know, because I was into conspiracy theories for a long time, too, you know, probably prior to like 2010 or around there. Um, because I remember like being a conspiracy theorist around 2012 where everybody thought the world was gonna end. <laughs> the Mayan <laughs> clock was gonna stop and we we're just gonna you know. yeah. Uh, yeah. Which for all we know, I know we just went into another dimension. It was fucking mm-hmm. theory for all we know. But uh, it's gonna be like some OA type stuff. But um <laughs> but, but uh you know, so I was definitely like into stuff then and when I got into the like, I guess the conspiracy world, the red pill, they didn't call it that then. But when I got into that stuff, I highly gravitated towards the idea that um secret societies and occultism and magic was an influence in the in the world mm-hmm. and i think just from growing up even though i grew up as a you know a catholic well mo- mostly a christian but i did go to catholic church when i was younger but i mean i grew up with religious parents but they were still like open to ghosts and aliens mm-hmm. but i think because of that i was just open to that stuff in general mm-hmm. and uh so I definitely believe that that stuff is real or a possibility of it. So I got heavily into the stuff and, you know, was big into it for years, years, you know, listening to other people, listening to podcasts, watching, you know, uh, Jordan Maxwell and his like mm-hmm. slideshows, David Icke, Michael Tassari and all the Santos Bernacci, all those people, the gangs, you know, the people from a long time ago, stuff that you can't even really find anymore. I was watching that shit. And uh, eventually I was just like, you know, I'm, I'm learning a lot. But the whole thing is, it's like, and I, I think this is like a problem. Listen, magic isn't for everybody, but I do think this is a problem when it comes to just even the conspiracy world in, in general. I started noticing I'm just trying to figure out who started what society, who did this, who did that, uh, what group does this, what group does that. But like, I have no idea what the hell magic is. Right. So did you ever, were you ever one of those people? Because I have heard people um, who have said they started seeing things. Well, Eventually, when I started practicing a lot, yeah, I mean, you'll question, like, thinking you saw shit out of the corner of your eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're really fucking with real magic. Right. Yeah, you will. 
think there's a very good chance of that, especially coming back like out of a meditation when you're open your eyes. Just the world may appear differently than you normally would expect it to for the first you know, few minutes, maybe. Right. In my opinion, just from my from my experiences, but um, but like like real quick, I'll just you know, so like I I I believe that you know magic and stuff and secret societies existed, and I was like, you know what, I'll just start like getting into magic because I wanted to take myself out of the matrix in a sense. Mm-hmm. I want to stay out of the bullshit and just live my own life and try to live it the best as I can, and maybe actually become a better person. I did actually think like these things could help you become a better person depending on how you use it. So uh, I started practicing out of books and then eventually wanted to join a place. And just because of the pure fact that there was an OTO lodge away from me, uh, like 20 minutes away, and there was nothing really else around or another option that I just went with that. I probably would have preferred like the golden dawn. I wasn't a huge Crowley fan. I understood that he was an occult genius, but I really didn't care for him that much to like go join the OTO, like solely practice his shit. Um, but so I ended up pulling the trigger. I went and joined, well, went and visited a place for a while and then eventually joined. And I was, I was there long enough to get through a few degrees and start getting somewhat of an idea of like, you know, Kabbalah, tarot and planetary magic, you know, and all the small basics, you know, meditation, candle magic, tally, you know, talisman sigils and all that stuff. Would you say that it was worth it? Your time that you Yeah, yeah. That? There was times where I didn't think it was, but I never would have had the experiences I had um, that I think like, you know, changed me for the better. And like, as, as corny as it sounds, and I, and I do think this is something that ends up coming with magic. I unfortunately think like anybody who's really pursuing it heavily is going to have to kind of go through a situation like this where you'll have to like do such a, you'll have to do a self inventory on yourself and you'll have to decide what kind of person you want to be and who you are, like where you got to go from there. And I, I, I think the OTO helped me just realize more of who I don't want to be. And your intent. Some of them oh, my, yeah, my real was, fucked up intentions. Oh, yeah. Well, I think the intention of the, I mean, uh, just my opinion, my theory. Um, you know, if you're going to stay in that thing long enough. Um, you're either going to become like a slave or a hamster to somebody else, or you're going to become like a mad scientist taking advantage of other people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I do think, unfortunately, when you start getting up, I mean, put it this way, when you get to the fourth degree, you're already, uh, you know, a perfect magician, mm-hmm. perfected magician. There's 12 degrees. Well, 13, counting Minerva, which is an honored guest. So what's what's the other ones for? Right. You know, when you can't go any higher than F. You can't you can't get to the fifth unless somebody taps you on the shoulder and asks you. So what's five through the rest? It's an right. agenda and it's like an actual like what is the OTO getting into? What are they doing? This is what those are for, I think. To a certain extent, if if you're I can say for a female, I don't know about male men, but at, at one point you will end up carving a Rosicrucian cross into your chest through an initiation. That's slave shit. Think about that. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll be honest, you know, after I took the second degree in the OTO, they will read off qualifications for higher, higher degrees. Um, they won't read off all of them, but they do read off some. So that, that's, that's, you know, the women are going to have to deal with that at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and that wasn't even something they told me. It's something I started noticing on women that were taking it. You know, especially if they do priestess, if they do priestess, you're taking off your top. Yeah, that okay. So okay, you will so see it. You will figure. see that. You will see that. Yes. You can't even hide that. So, so we start seeing that, like you know that happens. And just real quick before you ask, before you ask whatever you had to ask or say, in like a seventh or eighth degree, you're you're turning over your stuff. 
So now it's a cult. All your stuff? You're signing over your property and your shit to the building. Wow. So like even I already knew when I was taking my second degree, I wasn't going to be there for life because I just did not fit in with the people. And I just felt like uh, it's just the magic to the people there were actually handcuffs. It was no freedom whatsoever. They were going the opposite way. And I was like, something's wrong with this. Mm-hmm. You know, you're too attached to an image that is meant to actually be a psyop. Do you think that the kind of people you met there were like mentally unstable or weird? Or there was a lot. Of, yeah, like there was. And I mean, and you know, God help them. Who knows if they were born this way or unfortunately got misdiagnosed and the meds fucked them up. But there were people there that literally had diagnoses of like, you know, serious stuff. Schizophrenia. To an extent or, uh, you know, anxiety or uh, mm. what, what they, there was aut- autism, you know. Wow. It. Okay. No, okay. it's, it's, I've even said before on my own show, it is a real good place to take advantage of the, the mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Because the thing is, is that sometimes when you are, and, you know, I'm not knocking them, a mentally ill person can be a little bit delusional. Mm-hmm. So when you want to start taking magic, which is like, you know, I'm just, you're going to, you don't even need proof. You could just believe that your spell worked. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like now you're lying to yourself and then you're going to a place that knows you already lied to yourself. Oh, come here. Yeah. Like, all lies to lie to yourself about. One of the things that you had said in another interview is that, and maybe, maybe it's. And there was also a lot of open, but... open socialist and communist though. Just real oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Do you think that the women <laughs> who agreed to like the branding or the carving, however they're getting that cross in there. They're, these are the same ones who are like the priestess or the ones that they have undressed and then they kind of like show them off to everybody. These are those women. Yeah, to be totally honest with you. I don't even know if like to even get to that that point of even getting branded like that, you probably would have had to have done those, those parts in the lodge. Like you've probably been those things before. <laughs> you know you've been very active in the gnostic masses you've probably been a priestess uh at least child yeah i'm sure you've been a very active member Since- in that place because like even when you start getting up into like second and third degree they're gonna start asking you to do shit there like they want to start to become more active like neither do masses start trying to like get involved in things maybe try to bring some friends you know they'll expect something eventually besides just showing up and hanging out you know? Did the women strike you as being mentally ill at all? <laughs> or maybe having like insecurity issues? Like how did you get to this point in your life where you think this is a good idea? Uh, some of them there. Yeah. Um, God. Uh, I don't even know how to say this. I'm trying to be nice. <laughs> be- <laughs> be- no, me- there, there was a lot of them that were just very much... Uh, yeah very extreme feminist and liberal okay say no more yeah i just don't yeah i mean listen there was a legit chick that i was following on facebook for a while because we were lodge members and like this girl first of all she was gigantic Mm -hmm. that's besides the point but they had her undressed uh no if they did i never saw it thank god uh (laughs) but no, but like I remember one time, like even seeing her post on Facebook saying something like that she couldn't get out of fucking bed. She was so fucking depressed. Mm. This video, but it's posting that some video of some tranny showing how it's wearing a mask and has a mask now made her happy and she's able to function. Okay, like, yo, you're the you're like you're somebody who's like degrees up. You know, like somebody that people look up to, 
you run classes, you like known kind of a little bit in like the local witchcraft community, and you're like a fucking face of the OTO. Mm-hmm. And you have like, to or be- you're the face of a magician and a witch. Right. Don't you're you dependent have to be, on some like, ass to be, be able to get you out of bed? Uh-huh. You're a slave, you're not a magician or a witch. Right. Right. The way that they treat women is so much different too, because you aren't just allowed to move up on your own, right? You have to be like selected, well, chosen. I will say a lot of a lot of women in the order do bitch and complain, saying that <clears throat> you know it's much more of like uh there's more possibilities and openings for men. Uh, or like things for them to like, I guess, be useful as going higher up or just having more, you know, op- it's just, you know, they seem to think that women kind of get, uh, I guess, shit on a little bit. But in my opinion, I really hate to say it, the organ is, that order is so far like left that it's like really actually kind of run on over feminine, over feminism. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get every sort of LGBTQ XYZ there. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, there's probably no lie. Probably, I would say half the dudes, very questionable. They're probably most of the half of them are pipe gay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a fuck ton of them that were open. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, if you were like masculine at all, like I had very few friends. <laughs> so it was just like, it was already like, all right, I, I get, I can see you bitching and complaining and thinking it's all somewhere should have been all phallic energy, but like, no, like they've like coined the Scarlet Babylon, Scarlet Horror, the Horror of Babylon, like. Don't you realize that's like fucking that she's the head bitch in charge. Mm-hmm. Like, like I think the psyop is not you realizing how you've been taken over by extreme feminine energy. Yeah. There's no balance. Let me ask you this. How old were you when you decided to join? I was in my thirties, I think. Yeah. You were in your thirties. Yeah. Were you married? You were, right? A prior. I was with the person already did you ever want that person to join you or talk to them about joining with you no i never would have wanted to join no because she would have had to be a topless right oh well uh i mean that would have had to have been like years after going and like okay like taking classes Mm -hmm. like to even get that position but um there had been a few times i did but uh that was just to like i guess so, so she had an idea of like Mm-hmm. sacrificing animals and crazy shit there <laughs> you know what I'm saying? but like no i i never would have because like i you know like again i was saying before i think even someone who's level-headed could lose themselves in this yeah and if that happens like please we only need one person in this relationship that to happen <laughs> like we can't have both of us doing that at the same time because then we're yeah so, like, i'm gonna leave you there to be like Yo, you're a little something's over here guys <laughs> I don't need you running with me, and then we're just two delusional people fucking getting even worse. Yeah, I wondered if that ever came up because I know, we, like, if you joined a church, you know, if I went to a church, your significant other or spouse oh. would go to a church, you know. So it's kind of like I, I was wondering how that, that that's, in, that's in the degrees going up. That was mentioned. Okay. That I think if you're with somebody or married, it's going to have to be somebody from there as well. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I was like, well, like. Honestly, if anybody was to really kind of go look at people who are in the OTO that like they might have heard or like uh, Lon Milo Duquette or uh, David Shoemaker or James Wasserman, he's already passed. But like, you know, all these any of these dudes that are like high up there, if you notice, their women are in it, too. Yeah, yeah. 
and you no, know, their wives are fucked as well. Yeah, and it's because you kind of have to in order to even move up. Mm-hmm. It's just part of the uh, well, they do that in royal families too. They're not just marrying people off the street; they're interbreeding, and it's all kind of incestuous. They all have like ties back to the same, so they're marrying another cult member. They're marrying another bloodline descendant. They're marrying even Meghan Markle is descendant from Robert the Bruce. So it's not like Harry just went out and picked her, you know? And I, I wondered if it worked the same way in there where they kind of select someone for you or if you're, yeah. Or if you're already married, you have to bring your spouse to the the meetings yeah, too, you know? Yeah, I that that's what it would probably turn into. Because not only is there power in numbers, but there's power behind like, when you go home, it never stops. Like you're both involved. You're both doing the rituals at home. You're both kind of ascending into the cult together. So it's like a, a power couple of some sort, but I know that Alistair Crowley has been accused of being like the grandfather of Bush or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't she also in the order? <laughs> I think they, uh, yeah, they think uh, about Barbara Bush that he might be like the grandfather of Barbara Bush or some shit. Mm-hmm. Or the father or something like that. Right. I mean, look at, I mean, the dates and the timing. I'm sure it's possible. And I do think, I mean, honestly, I think Crowley would pretty much bust the nut with anything. Yep. So, I mean, I'm sure it was an option. I mean, if, if it was, if it was an option given to him, I'm sure he would have taken it. So, Or she would have. Yeah. So it could be quite possible that that happened. Yeah. I, I would not doubt it. Honestly, as silly as that sounds, I wouldn't. I don't, I don't doubt it. And well, I also. That he has, I mean, that's another thing too. He says he does, he has kids. I mean, nobody knows about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And who says that, that he doesn't have kids that nobody knows about? Well, if I were him, I would probably choose one of the slaves to impregnate because they're going to raise the kid in the cult too. Yeah. And sure. they're also going to be like, this is your grandfather and you need to carry out these ideals because this is, you know, the plan for you. But I found another thing interesting that you had said about the baptism they kind of like had dunked your head or something like that or they dunked you oh, yeah. in a t- so the whole point of that was that you didn't have to be dunked or something along those yeah 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 the whole thing is is that uh they will bring you up to like this i mean it's like almost the size of like a, a jacuzzi it mm-hmm. almost looks like one it's a big square thing but it's like i think it had like regular i don't know it was like wooden boards or whatever and just like tons and tons of like bags and stuff like it actually looked decent for a makeshift like tub right you know, but it was just like this makeshift tub that was in there and uh you're supposed to go over to it and they mentioned something about quenching your thirst or you're going to go quench your thirst and you're walking over there with two other siblings they call them brothers or sisters people who are in the you know the oto with you you're supposed to be like at a camp right now and they're, they're like you know the people at the camp with you and you're going to quench your thirst and they, they tell you to drink it a specific way to where i already realized like in my head i'm like i'm gonna fall in if they ask me to do it that way to the point to where i did actually ask them to repeat themselves twice because i'm thinking in my head i'm like that's like a bird drinking out of a bird bath backwards i'm like i can't physically do that i'm gonna fall in even right. so then i'm like is this the whole point of it and i was like if it's not oh well people are gonna laugh i just fucking fell in because i assumed this is what <laughs> you want and that's exactly what was supposed to happen Mm-hmm. and then they pulled out something where they were like oh you know they thought it was funny and they're like look if you would have seen there was a bottle of, like champagne 
hanging from a fucking rope on the end of a string in the pool that, you know, I could have just pulled that out and drank that and I would never have needed to drink the water out of the thing. Oh my gosh. So it's but, only- but the whole thing behind that though was them telling you not to trust your siblings. Oh my trust God. the people you're there with. They did that's the thing that they mentioned to you in Minerva, first degree, second degree. I I don't think third. I think they kind of left it at that point. And really honestly, first Minerva, first and second, that's three times they told you. Don't trust them. Three degrees, those degrees. The, the first Minerva, they just mentioned it kind of only have trust in yourself. The first one, they stress it again, and near the end of the fucking degree. You're even like, I think, asked to repeat that or something to that extent. You can only trust in yourself. Then when you get to the second degree, uh, they push you in. And then there's another thing where they give you this little stick that they uh, has like a little hole at the top of it and a screw. And they tell you to put your thumb in there and you're supposed to screw the thing down until like you can tell it starts to hurt as far as you could put it to show your devotion for Horus. And I was like, I'm like, all right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, there we go. <laughs> and then they're like oh they're like if you would have looked at the bottom of the stick there was a hole down there you could have put the stick on top of your thumb and then twisted it all the way down they said and the thing to learn about that is not everything may be as it seems see that's too much new york and i was just and then that's why it was you know it was kind of short-lived i mean i still stuck around long enough mm-hmm. but like i there was times where that started actually really coming back and hitting me and i was like they have repeatedly told me not to trust the people here not to trust the lodge mm-hmm. not everything is as it seems so i think you're trying to tell me something already do you have to do these type of initiation rituals for q oh yeah we'll get back to q and uh i was gonna get back into quetzalcoatl <laughs> oh no no i meant for the um Order of Quetzalcoatl, you have to do those. Uh... Yeah, I was going to get back to that. Yeah, I was going we'll, to we'll get back to that. There was actually something I wanted to mention with that. Their initiations. All right. Because Quetzalcoatl is kind of like an inner order. <laughs> You've already gone through initiations with the Masons. So like when you do like these inner order type things, it's more of kind of like prescribing to like maybe their understanding of occultism or their flair or whatever they're into. Now with the order of Quetzalcoatl, uh, I think there's two initiations. I think one might be like a, Master Artisan or something like that. I forgot the exact phrasing that they use. But uh, I know one of them for sure. They go to the pyramid. The Chichen- in Egypt? No, the, the ones in uh, the Mayan, the Chichen Itza pyramids that Quetzalcoatl is known. Oh, 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 right. They go there and they supposedly walk the pyramid and you do your initiation. Um, they also do do their Feast of Fire every year, which kind of, I think, might go along i think like it's kind of like a few day thing but like uh i think their initiation for themselves is like is in there somewhere you know it's like a big kind of like what they do for them once a year feast of fire and uh you know who one of the people are that actually puts their name on it and says they fund this the rothschilds oh get out there there you if you go back and like find flyers because they've made flyers for this you will see companies that are sponsoring it and the rothschilds are on there Get fucking out. So the Rothschilds even sponsor their Feast of Fire that they do, the Order of Quetzalcoatl. The emblem is the serpent. And do you know anything about the mythology with Quetzalcoatl? I mean, supposedly they did. You know, there was people 
sacrificing kids to it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, you know, a plumed serpent. I, I think really when it comes to Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl, you could pretty much almost even think of the rising phoenix in a sense. Um, because I think also that- like a serpent, which like serpents and beastly animals like that are used a lot, kind of like um, even really with the idea of Baal going from a caterpillar into a butterfly or being reborn. Mm-hmm. The Quetzalcoatl, the phoenix, butterfly, they all go back to like the same idea in a sense. The rising of uh, the spirit from the, you know, removed. Technically, you could even be using that to say that like you've removed the spirit from the flesh, your astral projecting, you know, mm-hmm. all stuff like that. When you start to experience life outside of this body, you start, you can use symbolism for that stuff because it's a brand new life that you're experiencing. Do you think that, so some of the research that I've done would su- suggest that Quetzalcoatl was responsible with the Aztecs yes. and what they were up to. And they were all into bloodletting and human oh, yeah, yeah. There and... was a lot of crazy stuff to Quetzalcoatl. Yes, I didn't know how, how much you wanted to get into that. But... So that's why I think that, why would you? Blood sacrifice, sacrificing kids. Yeah, why would I mean, you it's, it's a lot of a... like it's the same. You get a lot of the stuff with the same thing with Baal, Moloch, and Quetzalcoatl, honestly. Mm-hmm. Or at least mm-hmm. the stories, you know, that. Yeah. I would never want to name anything after him. You know, it just, it's just like so crazy to me how people were sacrificing babies to them and like cutting hearts out and tossing dead bodies down the pyramid. And then the Aztecs, not only did they like slice the hearts out and toss the bodies down the pyramid they ate the corpses. So there's cannibalism, there's all of that. And you want to be initiated into an order of Quetzalcoatl? Give me a fucking break. You know what I'm saying? No, thank you. That just seems dark and twisted to me. I don't know about you. Yeah, you know? no, for sure. For sure. The, uh, it's 42, I think the order of Quetzalcoatl to um, somebody from the Shriners on their way back from Hawaii came up with the idea to even form that. And I've always wondered if there's like weird shit with like Hawaii and like kids stuff. You know what? I mean, that's a long time ago in the early 1900s. Well, well. Even earlier than that, that the order of Quetzalcoatl came up with. The Hawaiians have Maui, who was a Quetzalcoatl type of figure. So I have said before, I think some of these figures could be the same person with a different name. Oh, yeah, that happens all the time. Or a similar type of being with a, a different name. or And with Quetzalcoatl in particular, he was in the new Black Panther Part 2 movie. Oh, was he? I know they mentioned with him. the main star. Really? And for them to choose that, was significant to me because why are you bringing up Quetzalcoatl in a Black Panther movie? It doesn't even fit the storyline. Well, I mean, you know, you mean even Quetzalcoatl, I mean, it depends if you start getting into like the letter Q and then Tarot. Or just, uh, I even think Quetzalcoatl, Quetzalcoatl, like even like, again, like uh, the fiery serpent, like that sense, uh, adding fire into it. That is like the form of, of spirit. So, uh, Quetzalcoatl, I think, sometimes can just also the letter Q. That again, that is the seventeenth, you know, letter of the alphabet. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get into tarot, that's the tower card. It'll be the sixteenth card on some decks because it starts with zero. Most decks, it'll be the sixteenth number, sixteen, but technically the seventeenth card. That's the tower 
same thing as a phallic symbol. You're showing mm-hmm. ma- phallic male energy. Uh, the Q goes with peh in Hebrew. That is like the mouth, the teeth, of the tongue, sound, speech. Oh, you're going to have to bear with me here. This may seem like a stretch, but when it comes to magic and it comes to just energies, this should make sense. Phallic energy, expansive energy, talking. What happens when you talk? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Shit's flying out of my mouth. It's going to go as far as somebody can hear it. Yep. That's expansive energy. Same thing as trumpets. Yeah. yeah. In tarot or even in revelation. That's just male expansive energy. Yes. Sound. Mm-hmm. It has no form. Yep. It's not in form. It's not, it's not con- con- totally constricted by the feminine energy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying it's kind of like it has it's free flowing to itself. So, I mean, even, uh, I mean, I, I don't know what he character he was playing in that movie. But he may have just represented like raw energy. Raw well, he energy. was um, he was a bloodthirsty asshole. Go figure. And he lived underwater in like. Did you ever watch Aquaman? Yeah. So they pretty much took this setting from Aquaman minus Jason Momoa and put Quetzalcoatl in there, and yeah, that was his. Yeah, tried on too. He had yeah well, and he had like a big pyramid underwater. And they were living, they could breathe water and they had like superpowers pretty much. And yeah, he was like living on the other, he was like living in the abyss. That's what they're showing with that. Show. That's what they're showing. In my opinion, that's what they're showing is like the abyss where yeah. he's at. No, water is used like that constantly. Yes. People, if people were just to pay attention, like if people like love watching weird shit just on Netflix itself, I mean, just going into stranger things, just watching that, you should start to think like, you know, water always seems to be in really weird fucking parts of the show. Yeah, they're trying to show you something with water. It's used yeah. a lot to show the abyss. Well, think about this. What do you think of the uh, new Avatar movies, or the the new one, and then the old two? You know, I never, I've never seen any of them. Okay, like James Cameron, right? The director. He always includes water and weird transhumanistic ideas, even with Titanic and you know some of his other movies. The Abyss, James Cameron. Have you ever seen that one? Oh, with that thing in the water. Told you. They're always showing you. And the name of the fucking movie it was is like The Abyss. Yeah. yeah, that movie is totally based on occult uh, archetypes and ideas, I think. There's even a lady who fucking dies that they bring back to life. And then... There's aliens and whatever, whatever, but it's always showing you water, the abyss. I was even going to say NDEs are real big too, and showing. Uh... Look at OA. Have you watched that? Is this a show? The show OA. I haven't started it, All but right. I keep having people tell me about it. Real quick, it's about like these people that are like uh, they're basically kind of like timeline jumping, mm-hmm. and they're having these near death experiences, or it's like they yeah they've had whatever these experiences. There's like this mad scientist guy that's basically, you know, kid, kidnapped these people and have put them in like these cells and studying them. And he takes them, puts them in a suit and fills it up with water and drowns them. Oh. Gives them a near-death experience and then brings them back and then studies them and asks them what they saw, what they experienced. But again, you're using water and drowning them. That's how the girl died in the abyss. She was in a suit full of water. Yeah, you're, yeah, that's right. That supposedly was giving them oxygen. That's right. Right, but her oxygen level ran out, and she just started breathing the water. 
Uh, and it drowned her. And then they had to like resuscitate her and like shock her back to life. And then he goes back down. And that's where he finds like the UFOs and stuff and the whole alien civilization. But the, the right way she had, <laughs> she had brown hair, I think, oh, sure. but it was like short and curly. She was kind of one of those big actresses back in the day. This I can't think of her name. But that whole movie just has so many weird themes to me. But yeah, oh, she does have red hair. Oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, if she had it in the movie, I'm sure that might have been a plus. But I think that when we look at movies, we're seeing through the eyes of the director on some of that, you know? And oh. if they have occult ideals that they're trying to portray then we're going to take it as literal sometimes like oh my god there's aliens underwater but it's for me more of referencing the abyss and he named the movie the abyss i think a lot of i mean that 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 i think a lot of stuff with aliens is a misconception unfortunately i mean that this could even bring this up i could segue back into kind of uh you know quatricordal the masons and the shriners um, something I do want to mention, you know, I mentioned Hawaii before. Hawaii is also big with Mormons. Get out. And Brandon Fugel, who is a Mormon slash Mason who owns Skinwalker Ranch, is also buying up property like crazy and bragging about it on Twitter in Hawaii. So they have an interest in Hawaii. But uh, again, you have to also start, you know, thinking, um, you know, Mormons. Joseph Smith was a Mason. So you have to wonder, like, how many of them are really Masons and covering? He was a Mason. Oh yeah, that's like they'll even they even admit it. The church doesn't even deny that. Joseph Smith was a Mason. Oh my god. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's It's, his his story is so occult; it's ridiculous. But uh, there is even there is even Mormons that do go to the same uh, pyramid and walk it. You can literally look up Mormon tours. To the Quetzalcoatl period, to Chichen Itza. And you will find tours specifically for Mormons to go there. There are Mormons who believe that Jesus Christ is Quetzalcoatl. Oh my God. When you start getting into occult beliefs with people that claim to be Mormon, these are the things you'll start getting from some of them. And it's not getting at because they're really not, support, really not going by the religion that the people are buying, they're really going by the occultism behind the shit they're being sold that makes so much sense like what have you did you ever watch the netflix documentary called keep sweet yes yeah you know, what's, you, know what's, you know what i thought was really funny and wild in that and i had made a post about it uh you know when i first saw it, when it first came out there was a point in that movie in that series when they're talking about going to el dorado and he's like i think marrying off kids mm-hmm. if you didn't notice it if you can remember where that is or what episode that is, go back and watch that. When they're showing you them entering El Dorado on the sign that says, now entering El Dorado, another huge sign right next to it, the ancient free and Masons. What? There's a sign for the Masons right on the sign of showing entering El Dorado. Oh, my God. What do you think this guy was doing over there? And he, so. Oh, he was transporting kids for the order of Quetzalcoatl. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they also say in that series that the Mormons are the ones who build all the Amazon buildings and shit. Wow. 
you remember that they were like, oh, well, Amazon and Walmart and these bigger companies will hire us because we don't have to pay our workers. So they cut costs. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah. That's serious. You know, they're, they're the fifth largest landowner in the United States. Mormons? Yeah, they own the most property in Florida. All have this, you ever? All this orange juice that we're drinking from Florida, a lot of it's coming from Mormons. Wow. They own the most orange fields in Florida. You can't sleep on those mofos. <laughs> and I do think, I do think they're part of the beast system. Mm -hmm. Go along with Quetzalcoatl. Because Quetzalcoatl is more of a sign of like the beast. You know, mm -hmm. you have the Scarlet Whore or the Scarlet Witch, the Whore of Babylon. Um, you know, if, if they both have a leash on each other, everything's great. Everything's beautiful. Everything's perfect. But it's when one starts to go too far on its own. That's when this, you know, the Scarlet Witch turns into the Scarlet Whore. And that's when, you know, the king turns into the beast, you know, mm -hmm. and you end up getting, you know, Quetzalcoatl. But like even still like Quetzalcoatl and stuff like that can still be shown as having a magical experience and shredding the flesh. But a lot of times it does go along with just like pure beast stuff, which is why you start getting death sacrifice because war like, all right, put it this way. Nazi symbolism is all beast symbolism. Mm -hmm. And I've been saying for a while, since I think around 2020, 2000, when we had all the riots and all the fire, I was saying, I think that's the end of the Scarlet Whore, because normally the Scarlet Whore kind of, the beast destroys her because she's just out of, she, it just has to end. And normally, in a magic sense, in fire, destroyed by fire. We had all these fires going on. The left was crazy. The whole sexual agenda was crazy. Everybody was fearful. All these labels. It was just, you know, even just the whole idea of the left side of the tree was in full form in control, basically crumbling in on itself because it's just like nothing's making it happen. Mm -hmm. And I've been saying since then, I'm almost positive the B system is coming because I even thought QAnon was going towards that, showing that, you know, Quetzalcoatl is going towards that 17 does add up certain spheres on the right side of the tree. Nazi symbolism, all beast symbolism, uh, the, the white eye, the blue eyes and the white skin. That's the right pillar. The white pillar and the blue eyes would be the top pillar before you cross over the abyss. It's all Nazi symbolism. We have Ukraine going on right now. Gold and blue, the right side of the pillar. We have mm -hmm. Nazis in Ukraine that we're funding somehow. Mm -hmm. Azov Battalion, Nazis that we're funding in Ukraine. Beast symbolism, war, chaos. We're done over the United States and we're swinging over to the other side. So I do think we're going to see more progression. Things might get better for a while because we're going into the middle where we should be. Mm -hmm. You know, but it, I do think it's going, something's going to get worse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes everything make more sense to me. I mean, we're seeing like 17 constantly. There's a lot of mass shootings, regardless if they're real or not. It's death, fire, combustion. Mm hmm. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's all, it's all like, in my opinion, it's all a lot of beast symbolism. Uh, you know, think of like, you know, electrical wire on the floor broken and just going crazy by itself. You know? Yeah. Something and, that's not keeping a leash on it. It's going to, it's going to bite you. What do you think about, have you ever watched the show Sister Wives? No, no. It's a Mormon family. And he had, he got started in like 2002 or something like that on TLC. And then it's kind of followed their family for years now. And one of them is leaving him. And like, she's like, I don't have a testimony in the church anymore and blah, blah, blah. She's kind of like broken off. And now she's talking and speaking out about it. And this has been 
no, no one ever thought they were like the unsinkable family. You know, he has these four wives and they're all, it's all hunky dory or whatever, but we were kind of waiting for one of them to snap. And then keep sweet came out showing another side of, and so why do you think that they're highlighting the negative parts? Cause usually they'll try to like sweep that shit under the rug. I think a lot of times like they'll just, this is our, I'll use this as an excuse. Even when it comes to a lot of stuff that's like swept up into pizza gate, mm-hmm. uh, you know, certain symbols, spirals, the pizza pie, or even the slice of pizza. It, I mean, that's also symbolizing the wheel of fortune tarot card. It's not mm-hmm. necessarily mean you're screwing kids. Not everything is always that, but I think people, and I would even, let's say I was like somebody like rich and important and people were shitting on me on the internet saying that I was part of the cabal. I'd probably, so I know nobody else could possibly take my job. I would probably actually prefer people that I'm never going to meet and never going to see think I screw kids. Mm-hmm. Then no, I have no problem literally dying and mm-hmm. coming back and then using what that experience to gain whatever I want in this world. I'd right. rather people probably think the other than knowing what I'm really doing to get where I am. So this as is crazy compared- as that sounds. I'm sure Ellen DeGeneres is probably fine with people shitting on her than them actually talking about what she probably really does. Yeah. It's almost too, um, I was kind of having this conversation with my husband the other night because there's a new show on Netflix that's talking all about conspiracy theories. That stupid fucking cartoon. Have you seen it? Oh, no. Oh, New York, you'll throw up. Don't watch it. Don't watch it. But like literally though, like when it really does come to occultism and magic, if people really fully understood Mm-hmm. But that stuff is really all about, and they probably lose it. They'd probably be mass like chaos, and they'd be like, "Wait, what? This is what these people are actually doing that have been running our lives." It'd be yep. a shit show. Mm-hmm. People would have to question their whole reality. That's what I was going to say because your whole they, paradigm would be shattered. You'd have to question everything. Their world would end in science. You'd be like, "Wait, you can actually die and just come back, and you could do that on purpose." Mm-hmm. You know, or you can go into meditations and do that, and come back and like you know have like all this knowledge and insight on stuff you didn't have prior you know what i'm saying it's yeah yeah and i think people would think it's like literally the end of the world and the devil's coming for everything (laughs) you'd have so many extreme like reasons to be scared about that they would rather you look at keep sweet pray and obey or whatever on netflix no i'm not discrediting that stuff happens i'm sure no i'm not either i just think that that's that's sensational yeah people are buying that now keep looking at that yeah, keep looking over there. Keep focusing on this. Keep focusing on this. And they don't want you to know, as you just said, they could be connected with Q. They could be connected with, they obviously have tours going around this pyramid, you know, so there, but you see, they don't post any documentaries on that. Oh, yeah, right. It's yeah. about the stupid idiot Warren Jeffs or whatever that happened in what 2010 or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. Was, yeah, you know what i mean yeah, yeah. it's not that that stuff isn't important because i had covered something about it too it is important oh, yeah I thought it was but this is just a tiny little piece of the much bigger grander story I with mean, the don't even hear, like whatever happened to the kids whatever did happen to the kids i think they're still on the farm i mean i honestly do think a lot of people that we see on tv are from cults because i think that these are like people that are in the in the club and like here here's your here's your book. Yeah. 
we'll put you on 90 day with the other some of the other Mormon couples. Because there's been Mormon couples on there too. That's true. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll twist you on there. We got some pull. You're part of the family. And all of the. We'll make an ass out of yourself on TV for $20,000 an episode. There you go. Yeah, who cares? You'll never see these fucking people. You live a completely different life. Right. You, live somewhere, you don't even have to worry about seeing people sometimes. <laughs> there is. I feel like maybe six or seven of these gods of old that people talk about, you know, that were polygamists. And no one ever ties that in with the Mormons, how that could be connected. Like, why are they mm-hmm. polygamists? Why? So for me, I think that's also part of it, to be honest with you, New York. I don't think that having 86, 16 or 13 year old wives oh, and, man. you know, that's very ritualistic in itself. But no, what, yes, what he was doing was wrong, but you're asking the wrong question. Why is this a staple in their religion? I mean, even another thing, it's just like, you know, these they have these outlandish, expensive churches. Mm-hmm. Where's all their money going? Because they do seem to live very, very, like, cheaply. Yes. Very conservative. Like, and I, I don't want to, like, make it a grasp, but have you seen Heading Handmaid's Tale? Mm-hmm. I mean, these people popped up out of nowhere with guns and tanks and weapons. Yeah. You're gonna need money for that. Yep. I mean, I don't want to sound crazy like that, but like, yo, the, honestly, that movie I don't think would be too far off as a for a possibility. That was very Mormon esque. That whole show. Mm-hmm. I do not think knowing how much money they have, how big they are, how much property they own, how much money they make, if you had enough radicals, I don't think that's a far fetch. And it's not in my mind. Of, of course, people will tell you that you're a crazed loon for saying stuff like that. I'm so sick of it because I knew there was something more going on with Skinwalker Ranch than meets the eye because it was so sensational and everybody talked about it. And then when you put out those episodes, I said, this is the connection. Almost every single person associated with that ranch or who's ever had any sort of evidence to give to people were all Mormons. All Mormons. A lot of UFO, alien, and cattle mutilation is all, you know, they all refer back to skinwalker ranch and they were mormons mm-hmm. and in their religion some of them they even have cartoons they thought they were up in a spaceship mm-hmm. you know it's yes it's too far off have you ever <laughs> read one in person i'm sure i have yeah i mean i've had them come to my door before when i lived on long island <laughs> but i i'm sure i'm sure i've probably met somebody they're weird they're like the jehovah's witnesses a little bit you can tell when someone's a part of a cult, you know? Oh, yeah. They have like, they're like empty almost. Like, yes. Yes. Or they're like kind of like on like auto drive. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like that when you were practicing? There was times where I almost uh, did with like, I, I wouldn't say auto drive, but I saw myself almost like assimilating to the people around me. And I was like, I can't, can't do it. Mm-hmm. I did catch myself. Uh, I mean, there was times where I'd probably, like, I'll admit it, I probably used, like, the liberal mind just to be liked, you know, conversations, maybe I'll act a little bit nicer or put exclamation points on the end to make it look like I'm happy and excited. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They love shit like that, you know, like I'm a fucking excited kid. Uh, You know, you talk to them like that, they probably think a little bit different about you than if I was talking to one of my boys, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're going to be like, yo, that fucking idiot did the fucking ritual wrong, you know, I'm not going to say that. (laughs) Which I've seen. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. 
sit there and was just like, wow. Do you do you do like okay? This is gonna sound stupid, but like in Harry Potter, they're all lined up and they're all doing the same ritual and they're like practicing with each other, you know. And is it like that? Like you're in a room and you all have like your little thing and out on the table and you're all like, oh, look what I can do. No, I you know I actually going into it thought that the OTO might have been a little bit more like a magical school. Mm-hmm. All the dawn might be. I think I'm not exactly sure. I think they may kind of like actually test you on things. Mm-hmm. But if you're in the OTO, I mean, I knew of somebody who had gotten up to like the third degree and like only knew like a prayer. They didn't actually know a ritual. Per se. Right. I mean, yeah, I, I guess you're going to do a God form. You're going to repeat some lines. You're supposed to be doing a visualization. So I guess to an extent, it might be a ritual. I guess technically, if you do it specifically for a certain amount of time, it's ritual, just like brushing your teeth. But mm-hmm. um, that's all they knew. And they were already like at the third degree. And I was just like, oh, obviously, like you can fucking get far just playing the role and spitting out whatever sounds you know good to everybody else. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know how you got through all that. <laughs> but once did because like if you, if you end up doing... Uh, you end up you know getting involved in rituals that they do uh you know in the oto the book of the law was written in three days so i can't remember which days it is <laughs> sorry but <laughs> but I, I should remember um there's three days consecutively with you know crowley dictated the book of the law to his wife the rose that he was with and uh they will do rituals for that um they'll do rituals sometimes if people want to do one and they say it's okay and it's like not going to harm anybody or like the equinox and the solstice sometimes you know they have like set things that they'll do rituals for a few times a year uh if you get involved in that people may end up having to find out if you had to do something right like there was like i had gotten involved in uh i did hadith uh one of the days for the book of the law and i had to do the lush banishing ritual the pentagram to start off the ritual so obviously, if I didn't know what I was doing, I would better fucking learn how to that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. When you decided like you were done with it, all of a sudden this decide that you were going to be somewhere in the middle or you wanted to go back to church. What what did that look like? Um, When I wanted to get. Ugh, it's hard to explain, I guess I was kind of already gone prior to having i guess serious magical uh experiences um i had already left but i was like still in touch with some people and um then finally like cut myself off after i had uh those magical experiences but like honestly like real quick i'll I'll try to make it quick the the main reason why i was already kind of gone like i said i was leaving because one i just didn't think like just doing self-inventory i just did not see that place like i don't see anybody else doing that there just put it that way right or not taking off handcuffs. I just thought they were putting more on. So mm-hmm. to me, it just was like, what am I really going to get out of this? I'm friends with a few people. I could just keep in touch with them. The magic is done at home anyway. That's where I'm doing whatever is important. Is at my house, not at that temple. Uh, so like, I really wasn't caring to go anymore. And then when COVID came, like they crumbled with the CDC and closed too. And I was like, oh, so I guess Jesus Christ has got more bulls than horrors because <laughs> whatever. Okay. You know, you, you crumbled to the CDC uh and then they started doing zoom things so like i hadn't gone in a while already and i was like with zoom i can handle i could just put my phone mm-hmm. and listen i don't even have to show myself i don't have to look at anybody and i think a couple of the things that they did on zoom was like book readings like oh there was like people doing three days whatever and then there was like one day where i got an email and it said it was like they were having like a, a group thing 
if people want to discuss the whole George Floyd situation. I was like, this has nothing to do with magic. This has yeah. nothing to do with the OTO. And like the OTO has like a hard stance on like, basically we have no opinion about anything except for the OTO and magic. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is, this is a little weird, but uh, I guess, and I'm, I'm going to be honest, there was like maybe three black dudes in the whole lodge. So, I mean, if right. you want to go for the whole racism card, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. I'm trying to pull that. But uh, whatever. So, like, I, I was just like, yo, I'm going to be totally honest with you. No, no lie. I was like, I got to hear this pathetic shit. So I joined, making mm-hmm. it like I honestly cared and just listened. And I was just like, yo, there was a point where a guy who was in the order a lot higher up than me, he's been there a lot longer. People look up to him. He's there for fucking everything. That's a lawyer all of a sudden wants to start doing some spiel about saying that if Antifa gets ever gets considered or deemed a domestic terrorist, our amendments just went out the window. That is the end for this country. We cannot let this happen. Then they start asking if we want to start meeting up to do protests. Would anybody be interested in you know, we're going to do uh, one of those things, make signs, you know, I was just oh. like, whoa. And I was like, yo, this is not the OTO anymore. This has gone completely far left. And that was the last time I did anything involved with them ever again. And then once eventually when I had started having like magical experiences and I, I really understood that is not a place for me. And I really started understanding certain things. And it was just like, no. That is a psyop in itself. It is. Because yeah. in my opinion, they don't want the people there to really know magic. They'd right. be more open about certain things. There's, there's other ways, in my opinion. I understand you still want the person to work for it. But there is still other ways of easing people into that. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, in my opinion, if somebody was to have a magical experience and then go back to somebody in the OTO and possibly try to explain it to them, if they go back to the wrong person. That may not turn well for them. Because you can tell that person whatever fantasy bullshit story you want to tell them and make them think, oh, maybe it was just some cool ass to travel. And not that you literally died and fucking went somewhere and came back. Um, and then know that you can use them for that and start bringing, you know, it's just, yeah. it's, it's a very dangerous thing. And I was like, this is too personal. And I, I'm not going to be sh- sharing this stuff with these people. Mm-hmm. Not all of them. Right. And it's like you said, they will use you if they can. Well, yeah, just anybody in general, you know what I'm saying, too. You know, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's just how humans are nowadays, unfortunately. So Crowley's book is called The Book of the Law. Yeah, The Book of and the Law. How, are you familiar with The Law of One? Ra's Law of One? Yes. Uh, it's so funny you brought that up. I, a long time ago, had uh came across that was intrigued uh listened to a lot of the stuff it's uh, another channeling i know you know that's another thing i want to get at too i mean listen the mormons joseph smith channeled this channeling you know almost all these cults channel they're all all channeling someone alice crowley channeled someone Mm -hmm. the law of one they channeled somebody uh I got, I believe it or not, I, and uh, I think I might have been in prison when I read the books. And I think it was oh, really? desperate to read something. So I asked, I think a family member, like, yeah, send me these and I'll read these. I read the first book. It was kind of interesting. And after that, I was just like, come on. Right. Okay. I'm like, yo, okay, this okay. is just another fucking bullshit fucking story to sell people. 
that's I do okay. think there's legit, probably real occult stuff in there, but it's being why so my thing is like there's always a third party like i don't fuck with spirits i've never fucked with spirits and why so if me and you were going to do a podcast and someone else had told me like this you and i are going to do a podcast why would we want a middleman in between me and you making a podcast so there's always like the channeling aspect where yes it's alistair crowley but he had to channel someone else to get the book to you and the law of one is just some random librarian lady who is channeling something else to get this book. Raw. Raw. Yeah. And another guy. And the other guy, I think, killed himself too, didn't he? Eventually? Yeah. Right. Right. And then with Joseph Smith, he channeled to get the, the books that he wrote. And then there Council was. Of nine. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. That's more channeling, nine people channeling this thing. And Hitler was channel. channeling. Weird, weird. Hitler was using channelers for. The real society was channeling. So it also makes me think about how there just recently David Wilcock and that Corey Good guy. Do you know how often they quoted out of the law of one? You know, David Wilcock lived with them. Yes. David Wilcock was basically like their lapdog because mm-hmm. he was so obsessed with learning about the law of one. Yes. He literally went on a site. I can't remember the site and he admitted it. Of course, it's down now when he was, this is going back a long time ago, like 10 years ago on YouTube when there was actually a lot of, a lot of conspiracy shit that I think was actually all CIA or propaganda. David Wilcox, Corey Good, Project Camelot. I think those are all bullshit shows. But uh, Wilcox had at one point even, I forgot the name of the site. It was a well-known site that just hosted tons of just weird places. No, this is like, uh, God damn, I can't remember. Before Gaia? Oh, yeah, this is old. This is old, going back to like 2010, 11, and 12. Oh, okay. But okay. even if it had been like above top secret or some shit like that, real old site where like they had this thing that I forgot where it came out on some message board, but it was called The Hidden Hand. And it was almost like a channeling that somebody was doing a channeling with something and they were getting into the law of one type stuff to where the person who was asking the questions refers back to the law of one and this being that they're having a conversation with basically told them, yes, this is exactly that. David Wilcox admits later on down the road, he fabricated that whole story that took went viral kind of in the underground community, just so people would find out about the law of one. Oh my he God. He admitted that. Wow. And he's, he's, trying to start a cult for real he has a cult do you see the kind of had people... a cult for a while and he has recently not recently during covid came out with his own channelings and now he says he's channeling the angel archangel michael mm. so tell me that there's not something fucking nefarious going on with that dude he said that the these beings told him COVID was going to happen. He told he said that these beings told him that he was a chosen one, and you know he's BFFs with this Corey Good guy who's now a charlatan. Oh, yeah, who admits now that he lied. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's Wilcox is. I mean he's had like in my opinion he's had a cult wild cult following for a while. You that's like delusional, about- delusional. I mean let's. I'll be honest. Joe Rogan and Alex Jones they have cults. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's just be honest, you know, even Tinfoil Hat, they have a fucking cult following. Yep. I mean, all three of those shows. I mean, so, I mean, David Wilcox has a cult following. They're just more delusional. 
Yeah, yeah. They're sick in the fucking head. And I'll tell you what, New York. David Wilcock looks like a, a cyclops or something. Like he's... At least he got his feet, the teeth, and he like I've heard him brag about getting his teeth fixed with people's money too. <laughs> oh yeah, because he'll just charge you three hundred and thirty three dollars to take his course, and then all of a sudden he turned up with brand new grill. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, oh, that was hilarious to me, and he was all trying to explain it like oh well I have this dental thing because and they squeezed my head and they made it all distorted looking and I was like eat shit you fucking asshole you got new teeth with people's fucking cult money yeah he's like one of those people sometimes I'll put on just to like because I want to like see the horrible bullshit and have a laugh yeah yeah you know he was also big and again Project Camelot I don't know if you know who they were they were they were big with getting Wilcox even known they were even the ones who I think even got Corey Good known so it's like you even have to start looking back at them. Who are the shows that got these people known before they became psyops? Uh, you know, Project Camelot and Wilcox were also big pushes of Q and Trump when they first came out. Yes, uh, that's why I was right like, back no, in. Since when a conspiracy theorist and people like them who are known all of a sudden picking a side now too. So that that was one of the things that I kind of wanted to tie back into David Wilcox is he shoved down the throats of anyone who would watch his videos the Q thing. Yes. Makes me think that he's part of one of these orders. Especially yeah, with his channeling and stuff. Yeah, there was even, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, it was in the order of Quetzalcoatl. There was like seven episodes, so I can't remember everybody. But it was like, I think it might have been Steel or something like that. Somebody that was associated with pushing Q2 in their own show in the beginning, like in the intro, like if you look and you pay attention, you see the Freemason symbol right in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, they were a hard pusher of Q when Q came out too. Yep. It's like you're getting a lot of people, I think, are all interconnected pushing this. You know, I think Clown Sec was even involved. Yeah, yeah. Because I think because, you know, even an anonymous at one point before it kind of splintered off, there was a a hard left or at least a huge Bernie following in anonymous, too. Mm. I do think part of Clown Sec are kind of like the trollers of like propaganda for the right. So the left can shit on people. Or Or just emotional. They're just there to fuck with you emotionally. Yeah. Are the jesters a similar type of order to Quetzalcoatl? Like they're like a subsection of the... Uh, the jesters are an inner order of the Shriners and Quetzalcoatl is another separate inner order of the Shriners. The jesters... It's or almost like it... all three of them, kind of, I think. Yeah. They all, it's almost like a pyramid where it's like they all kind of have an association with each other. But I think if one was to get screwed somehow, it wouldn't affect the other, put it that way. Or like not all of them probably even know what the other one's doing. Yeah. Which one of them has to recite a Shakespeare thing for the initiation? Uh, I, I think that is the Justice and the, and the, and the, uh, and the Order of Quasicolo, I think both. And Justice for sure. I have my own thoughts on who Shakespeare is. Oh, I think, yeah. I think it might have been multiple people, but I think it might have been like a... Francis Bacon. Yeah, or a Knights Templar, Rosicrucian. It was somebody. Right. And he, and he was a part of those uh, secret societies too. Oh, yeah. So I think I have- a lot of Shakespeare's stuff. I mean, I've even gone back to even like uh, I'm not totally giving like Marvel a pass on this, but like even in their movies and in their uh, superhero movies, there is a lot of uh, I guess pandering to the left with their sexual shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But just like Shakespeare, I think because Shakespeare, like we were saying just now, I think if it was not one, it was multiple occultists. 
Mm-hmm. It's not one. When they were cross-dressing, that is just showing a mixture of energies. And I think you have, you know, I was going back to Marvel is that kids can see this stuff. I will understand why the black lesbians writing a unicorn, but the kids aren't <laughs> going to understand that. Or why do two rock dudes make a baby hitting fire? I understand that, but the kids don't and just think, oh, that's what normal things do, even though it's a cartoon or a fucking. Yeah. yeah. And then mistake it. But an occultist knows exactly what's being shown there. Mm-hmm. I think that there are so many of the stories, the Shakespeare stories that people don't understand. If things about witches, yeah, and and he was always like so. Francis Bacon was always surrounded by wizards or magi because he was a part of some of these secret societies. And the whole reinventing the English language thing came from Francis Bacon and these literary people who joined up, and they were like, "We're gonna reinvent the English language." And then all of a sudden, Shakespeare shows up, and they are tying his these works of Shakespeare quote unquote back to Francis Bacon and these literary people so it's like you said it wasn't just him but it was like a network of people working and and coming up with these ideas so when you see some of the uh ideas they're trying to portray it's not an accident it's you know they no, and I also think they do know well at least now now I'm quite sure they know that even when they throw that stuff in there for cult symbolism it's going to be taken wrong Mm-hmm. they count on it yes oh yeah they for sure count on it now <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yep i would ask you though to watch the black panther part two. Oh, i'll check it out i do i do enjoy those movies literally because of the occult symbolism mm-hmm. i'll be honest i went to the movies to go see love and love and thunder because i could just tell from Same. the thing from the preview it was totally loaded with occultism i was like i want to go see this brought my weed vape out high and watched it. <laughs> i don't give a shit you know i hate the fact that i just gave disney two two movie tickets because I hate Disney, but, uh, you know, whatever. Now. To me, there are cult pieces of art. Y- they are. They oh, are. It is. What about the spinoff shows? Did you watch any of those? WandaVision is insane. I highly yeah, suggest anybody to watch that. What, what, about, what about Moon Knight? No, and I've had so many people tell me to watch that. I've had so- you're, you're failing me on this right now. I will, I will, I will check this out because I, I, well, I don't pay for it, but. My wife's sister has the Disney app, so I mm-hmm. have it. So I'm sure if it's on there, I can watch it. Oh, you have to watch it. Yeah. That, might be, that, might be, that, might, that might be, I was going to say, that might work out for an episode. Yeah, we could do a whole episode just on that show. That and there was another one. Oh, there's a new show on Netflix called 1899. Have you seen the trailer for that one? No, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I watched it and I don't remember much of it. You watched it? Yeah, me and my wife like kind of binged it, but I was like working on my show and like stone, so. So. <laughs> just be it sounds it sounds stupid, but I think that there's some there's like the black pyramid that they kept bringing up in oh, there. Oh yes, 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 yes! I remember that now. In the water in the abyss, like this, the swirling vortex and the ship and the ship's called the Prometheus. There's so like of- it was almost in that because I'm remembering now. It was almost I think those ships might have been timelines. I do too. Thank you. Which again is what OA is even about. There's a lot of shows actually coming out right now. I think there was even one maybe called Aries or something. There was another show that I watched recently. There was two shows I watched recently. One of them had another one thing just like this and just like OA where it's like there's multiple timelines that you can like jump from with fucking around with like NDs or magic or you mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. you know you, if, if you were to come back you don't technically have to come back to this spot. 
you can go back to another one that's somewhere else. So, but like a lot of those, I think it's showing that, you know. Yeah, I do too. I don't know if it's so much as you're actually taking on that body. I think it's more of like just the experience that you're having out there that when you do come back somewhere else, you know, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. There's been a lot of movies that have focused just on that concept though, like a near-death experience and using it. Yeah, there was even a thing I saw on Netflix a long time ago. I've mentioned it a few times and I thought it was really interesting. They were showing like a boy and a girl, I think like astral projecting together. Like they knew that they could both astral project. Was it a show? It was like a series on Netflix, and I think it's crazy shit. It's a you know Netflix movie. The one dude was gay, and I think he was like in love with the chick's boyfriend. So like he duped her into astral traveling and like went into her body. <gasps> and it was like, hey, hey, now I can fucking. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and I think shit gets screwed up, and I think like you know, all the person ends up dying and stuck like that. I forgot how it ended, but. I don't think it ended well. No. It no then again, ended. it's just showing you like being able to switch souls or bodies and stuff. I mean, let's, even in when, you know, I'm probably getting close to the end now. Maybe I'll leave you with like another gem from the OTO. And one of the reasons why I wanted to leave is because like even in their later initiations and rituals, that there was even stuff where they started talking about pulling, uh, basically pulling the soul. They start talking about the homunculus. The homunculus is the middle part of the brain. Mm. you want to start doing magic you have to hemi sync your brain and your heart technically to a certain frequency and then you can start going into like out there meditations they're talking about pulling out taking something from somewhere else they call it a demon that's you know the, that's a little bit too broad my opinion so i don't have much to say about that but they're taking something that does not exist and trying to put it into the brain of something before the ego forms what so, like, you know, that that starts getting into, like, what does that come? Is that a certain child, an age? You know, like, I don't know. Like, when, before the ego forms, like, you know, when do we determine that? Is Conception? Yeah, you know, or, yeah, or, yeah. I don't, I don't Isn't know. Isn't that crazy? In my opinion, what I was getting out of it was kind of like, you might have been switching with things, and I was just like. Whoa. You know, and then again, this is where it goes into the guinea pigs. Does the person that's involved in this know this is what's going on? Ooh. You know, I had to start wondering that too. Like, I didn't fully understand what I was like reading and looking at, but I, I too, truly do think it had a lot to do with like magic and maybe like putting something in there where you're kind of drifted off or bringing something back with you. And it's just like, you know, does that person even know that this is what's going on? Wow. It could be dangerous. If you start doing that with people around you involved, that's a whole lot of trust. And you just told me not to trust people three fucking times. That's what I was just going to say. That's exactly what I was going to say. Wow, that is messed up. Unless this is like flatliners in a hospital setting, you know, maybe, you know, because then I know you just give me a shot and wake me the fuck back up. Again, yeah. that's another thing. Look at that movie. How many times have we even been shown things with people studying people after death? And it's always these weird magical experiences that they seem to be having. And there was a, that movie came out in like the 80s or 90s and then they remade it. So it obviously was important enough for them to want to remake it. A lot of the remakes are movies that they find significant. You know, Ghostbusters actually, uh, if you go look up like interviews with Dan Aykroyd, he'll even admit that Ghostbusters was originally supposed to be based off of certain occult ideas. And he even said it wasn't even supposed to be a comedy. He said from the beginning to end was nonstop 
Ghostbusting. And that when he pitched the movie to them, they said, uh, the only way we will do this is if you write this with the other guy and you add some comedy into it and take out a lot of this other stuff. But originally it was even because he, if you watch some stuff that he even says, he'll even say that, you know, he's very big into occultism and UFOs and aliens. You know. Oh my God! He, he even says that Ghostbusters was supposed to be based on some occult ideas and topics. Wow! Part of it. They talk about not crossing the streams. You got Zool. You got the girl. You got the beast. And the second one is real fucked up. You ever watch the second one? Yeah. Even then, again, a lot of times I think green represents the abyss. What was mm-hmm. causing people to act crazy? That green goo. Yep. Shit coming in from somewhere else was making them act nuts. Did you watch the new, new one with the kid from Stranger Things? I, there was one that recently came out that just looked like the farthest thing from Ghostbusters. I did not watch it. It was... Who was the guy that was like the main character in it? Paul Rudd. Yeah, no. I was just like, see that one? Look like Ghostbusters to me anymore. It wasn't, it wasn't very Ghostbustery, but I, I did like it just because I loved Ghostbusters as a kid and I still love Ghostbusters. I did watch it just for the sentimental value, but I thought that it was interesting. They were reanimating dead corpses and, you know, the end of the world was supposed to happen. They bring back Zool and they bring back, you know, some of those characters, but it, it takes place in Oklahoma. <laughs> And I was like, oh, dang, you know, I'm sitting here in Oklahoma, like, what's this mean? Yeah, shit. I know. What's going on over there you don't know about? Because, you know, the first three of them were in New York. Yeah, that is true, yeah. So why Oklahoma? That's interesting. And they were like, you you have to go down these mine shafts in Oklahoma, and there's this this portal to the abyss. I'm serious. Oh, wow. I'm serious. It was crazy. Um. But anyways, before we wrap up, I want to ask you, did you have anything else that you wanted to tell the listeners about Q or Quetzalcoatl or any of that? Uh, Oh, I mean, another quick thing that I I think is like, this is another thing that even to me shows me that I think QAnon is a PSYOP. All right, real quick. The biggest temples for the Shriners are in the Philippines. Mm. Real quick, the age of consent over there was like 13 or 14. Um, James Watkins is over in the Philippines. James Watkins owned 8chan. Anonymous, QAnon. So QAnon started on 4chan, went over to 8chan. James Watkins also was the first dude to ever import Japanese porn. When he was doing that, the legal age was also very young. And I don't think, believe it or not, that I think child pornography was like completely illegal. There was something like weird. So like he technically could have been importing child pornography with Japanese porn. <gasps> but he even had his own sites. We even show this in the, in the Order of Quatrocodal series. Jim is a bad man. Jim this, Jim that. Pedophile sites. His hands mm-hmm. on little girl's legs. Pedophile. QAnon, who was constantly, you know, was a whistle blowing or the, you know, uh, and always talking about sex trafficking and all this pizza gate shit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't know the dude's site they're on is doing this stuff themselves. They don't realize that the guy's site that they're dropping their drops on has child pornography sites lives in the Philippines where you can screw kids and the biggest Shriners out there. 
with a son that goes by code monkeys and monkeys are a symbol for Shriners. Okay. That just made everything make way more sense because I had I watched it. My opinion of both Mason, Psyop and people. Or yep. I go. watched a documentary on the Watsons and I agreed with a lot of the information provided. I was like, yeah, that that's, that's compelling or like, yeah, that may, and I was like, but what is it with there? There has to be something more though. And why did they get this idea? Now I see what. Was I mean, I've even, we even showed a picture of Watkins wearing a Q pink. I don't know if that was for QAnon or Quetzalcoatl. Now, again, you even have to wonder about Cappy. Why did Cappy have a Q on his forehead? Was it Quetzalcoatl or QAnon? Oh, shit. That's right. Which I think Cappy was another bullshit story. I hate to say it. Do you think he's really dead? No. I think he, I think. There, there was, was pictures like, that I saw that his jeans were teared up, but yet his legs were not bleeding or scratched. I think that there's something weird going on with that because people kept saying they were seeing him walking around. Again, this, in my opinion, is all part of look at the kids, not at the magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn, you killed it, New York. You killed it. <laughs> no, but it is, yeah. I mean, Shriners, they're associated with Quetzalcoatl. Shriners, the biggest Shriners in the biggest places are in the Philippines. Watkins is in the Philippines. He has child pornography sites, QAnon posts. <laughs> Very weird. Like, you would just think this all-knowing Q would help. It's like that they just chose to drop stuff on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they did try to make Q out to be like a savior <laughs> type. Oh, like yeah, like somebody like scrying. I honestly think it was a magician scrying or magicians scrying, mm-hmm. which is another thing. The whole panda eyes, real quick. I'm sorry, and then we'll get going. Oh, yeah, go ahead. You've ever seen, have you ever seen Clockwork Orange? Yes. If you want to scry that you're staring at like a black uh, black mirror, a black thing with obsidian, something black and reflective, really deep black and reflective, you're meditating into that. If you're going to meditate with your eyes open, obviously blinking is going to screw that up. So Uh you might wear things to keep your eyes open, which could cause bruising. Like those things that um, the dude had on that was holding his freaking eye sockets like that. Yes. That makes so much sense. There's podcasters out there that talk a whole lot about occultism and got that shit going on too sometimes. The <laughs> eyes thing? Yeah. Wow. They said okay. because Lady Gaga does the panda eyes. Well, I had even said before, you know, if, if, if you had that going on and you're an, a pop artist, Mm-hmm. It's really easy just to throw makeup on now and just I'm I'm making fucking a statement of panda eyes, but I just don't want to show that I'm actually really bruised underneath. Think <laughs> of how many times you see popes or even other people with a black eye and a band-aid on their head. Or they just look their eyes just look sunken in. Or their eyes just look blue or purple. Yeah, you have a contraption holding your eyes open and you're peering into like madness at that point. Oh wow. And and that stuff a lot of people See, in my, in my opinion, when you do start doing magic with your eyes closed, you're kind of going back into the past. Mm-hmm. Going back into like yourself when you were the spirit before you were born into the flesh. A lot of times I think shrine with the eyes open is more of to look into the future. Think of like Nostradamus and stuff. Peering into a bowl of water, the same thing. You just need a reflective surface to lose yourself in. Yes. So all these people that do a lot of these gazing into stuff all have predictions of the future. I still think, I, that's what I think QAnon was. Someone scrying. 
Because there was a lot of things I think they did get right. It's just people took it the wrong way and thought there was a savior coming. They got they told you what was happening and nobody was coming to stop it. Yeah, they got just enough wrong though that it just deflated everyone who was believing in it, which was another one of their main goals is like to build you up and then to drastically destroy your hope. That's luckily I had some experiences of being a magician and checking my feelings. I only lasted being a Q-tard for about six months because then I started realizing this is a roller coaster of emotions. Yes. Yeah. I did maybe, maybe. A moving goalpost. Yeah. Six, six or seven months. Maybe I was following that because we were in the thick of COVID. So I was already feeling there was something more going on and then Q came out. Yeah. So Q got and then David big. Wilcox started babbling. And then Corey Good, and then the rest of them. But yeah, I guess yeah, I'll leave it with that. Just you know, the stuff with even like I said before with the James Watkins and Cappy and all that stuff. You have to start wondering. And you also should think of it like this: it's never the most obvious thing. There's always something buried deep, deep, deep down that you have to pick up all of the cappies and the cues and the, and then you keep digging and then you find it's the Mormons. Then you find it's the order of Quetzalcoatl and then you find the Shriners and you, so there's just layers to this. It's like a five layer burrito. And I'm trying to get to, <laughs> I'm trying to get to the layer of nacho cheese and we're, at, we're stuck on the beans. <laughs> You're on the refried beans right now. You're on the refried beans. You have to get <laughs> the jalapenos the- and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot and mushy right now I get to the <laughs> but with that being said if the listeners want to check out more of your great work over on your podcast can you let them know what you have going on yes i have uh the ny patriot show i have that that is uh my show i do uh sometimes i do my own things and i have guests or a couple of topics with a co-host i also have the occult rejects uh that i do with uh well it's changed now unfortunately yeah, I mean, at this point, by the time this comes out, everybody will realize I'm no longer with Lux. So the show has changed, um, but I still have that. And then I do co-host uh, the Spiritual Gangsters. Um, different show. The Occult Rejects is much more detailed series type of, uh, you know, two or three part type things. Mm-hmm. Spiritual Gangsters is a lot much more of like people's experiences and stuff. Completely different. A lot easier. You know, not so deep. <laughs> I truly actually enjoy doing it because I know it's like, it's just a breath of fresh air for me. More esoteric kind of. Well, yeah, just like it's more like for it's more personable. It's really, I mean, the people that come on that show, a lot of them have personal stories. It's not so like deep mm-hmm. conspiracy stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it always it does always like teeter on there still, but it's just <laughs> it's a lot different. It's a lot different. And I I do like spiritual gangsters too. And then you have your show that you do by yourself, the New York Patriot Show. What about YouTube? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I do have YouTube. That's right. So far, so good. Uh, yeah, so like real quick, too, on all those shows that I have, I have YouTube for the Spiritual Gangsters. I do have YouTube for uh, right now for both my shows, My Patriot and uh, the, the Occult Rejects. I do have that. Knock on wood. I haven't gotten any strikes yet. <laughs> I also have changed up my approach on things and I do put up disclaimers. And uh, you have to believe it or not. I think if you start fucking with numbers, this is going to sound crazy, but I think when you want to start fucking with the audio and the video and you start using the same numbers that you see oftenly in occult symbolism i don't know I, I haven't had a problem so like numbering the episodes 
no with the audio i no longer use 320 anymore i use a uh, 448 oh. i do it at 48 <laughs> i only do 1080 or 4k and it's just like a lot of those numbers you see a lot of fours a lot of eights i'm not saying that that helps but the fact that the videos are now 20 gigs instead of one and a half i'm sure makes the algorithm work a little bit harder <laughs> Yeah, because they kept just taking your your shit down and canceling. Yeah, but I, I also do specify a lot, you know. And and you know, listen, I'm I think YouTube is fucked up. I do believe me, but I also do think a lot of the problems. And I want people to, who have shows to just like just listen to this, please. Yes, I do think it's quite possible that the Clintons probably molested kids and done crazy shit in Haiti. Mm-hmm. I was not there. I did not see it with my eyes. It's not a known fact. It's a theory and an opinion. Right. When I say that, I seem to have no problems anymore. Oh. Nobody knows this shit's a fact. I can believe the earth is flat flat until my face turns blue. But I'm not going to get up there high enough to see if it's flat. Mostly everything that we cover on these shows, unless we're showing proof, it's all theories and ideas. But you get people who get on there and state it as fact and truth. That's where YouTube fucks you. They're like, yep. no, we don't even need lube for this one. Bend over, buddy. <laughs> like, Holy shit. All you have to say is like, yo, this is my opinion theory or this is what I think might have happened. And it's, it's amazing how I haven't had a strike. I, I do that too. In every single episode, I say, this is my opinion. This is based on some research I've done, but you don't have to take my word for it. You can do the research and come up with your own conclusions. And I have that little disclaimer at the intro of my show too, like trigger warning, blah, 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 blah. And I think at some point you have to realize that your opinion's not a fact. Yes. And that's what I think, honestly, with that platform, I think that's what they screw everybody with. Yeah. But like I, what we were getting at though, uh, definitely check this out. This will be on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> and you have an amazing new background yes so so but yeah i do have a youtube channel that seems to be going pretty well uh i actually do very well on there with views um a lot of my own stuff and even the occult rejects i highly suggest to watch the video because i will show my receipts yeah i'm not you know if i am going to state something i show where i'm getting it from yeah so i do highly suggest youtube like I said, it's going pretty well. No strikes. So definitely check that out. Like I said, uh, your stuff is on there. Mm-hmm. The Judge Joan Benet iceberg. It's great. <laughs> I highly suggest go check that out on the uh, on the YouTube channel. And thank you for having me on too, because it's like I said, some people will just say, well, you're a crazed loon. No, no, no. Anytime. Listen, every time you've come to me with a topic, it has turned out great. So thank you. You're, you're one of the few that I give carte blanche to whenever you want to do a topic. Just let me know and we'll do it. <laughs> Good. Yeah, it's, it's, the shows do well listen not everyone has to be so deep and out there mm-hmm. sometimes just talking on a topic that people don't understand and know about it mm-hmm. and some light on it is good enough you know yeah yeah <laughs> and plus i love your style too because like you literally have like touched on things i was like damn i wouldn't even have thought of looking at that. <laughs> thank you yeah. yeah i i always try to come up with something you know different or that nobody else has talked about too so that way, there's just something fresh floating around, you know? No, I thought the Netflix and chill was great because Netflix is a hotbed of occult mm-hmm. movies. Shows. Mm-hmm. The Joan Bennett you blew my mind with. Like, I, oh, I really am actually, yo, believe it or not, that's like a proud piece of work of mine, and I didn't even do it. You were the guest. <laughs> I'm like so proud of that episode. Well, hey. This I was really idea. different for a Joan Bennett for me. 
Right, that she's not, <laughs> uh, uh, what do they say? She's CGI or whatever. Oh, like, even besides like, that, it just seems like, well, whatever you, neither it's so far out there or it's just like, I've heard this 20 times. <laughs> ridiculous, yeah. I have an idea though, because after the first Netflix and um, occult Netflix and whatever, Red Pill yeah. episode, uh, I did have requests for more shows and more. And I said, well, I feel like because I did start that episode we had already talked about it you and I and we did that episode together that if I am going to do more shows that it should be maybe you and I watch the show I'm totally fine with that if you're yeah. shows together I'm always down to doing shows it's just the thing is doing it by yourself is very time consuming oh yeah and then trying to find somebody else to do it with you it's like not everybody wants to do that right I get that because then like you know researching sometimes it's like oh, I'll do 15 minutes here 20 minutes there stuff around here and there it's like fuck I gotta watch hours of a show mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't just like get up and come back 20 minutes later. I missed it. I got to rewind or I forgot what was going on. Yeah. Or you like got to sit down and actually pay attention for a while and take notes. Mm-hmm. I think we should do Moon Knight for sure, though. All right. So I'll check that out and then we'll hit that one up next. That'll be our next. Uh, Perfect. Sounds good. Okay. And I will, I'll, I'll have to remind you and then make sure that you watched it because I know sometimes you'll be like, yeah, I'll watch it. And then I'll come back and you'll be like, you know what? I totally forgot. And I did not watch it. I'll be like New York. My wife can get into that stuff. So this might be like a show that we could. Yeah. Have your wife set you a little reminder every night at 6 PM or something, just watch half an episode or something until you get the whole thing. But my husband and I watched that one and I straight up looked at him and I was like, this is all screwed up. Like this is, this is the stuff you're into. He he's not as much of a conspiracy person as I am, but that's good because he keeps me on the ground. See, you know? like what I was saying. Like, my, you know? my wife has gotten a little by far, actually, compared to who she was. She's definitely mm-hmm. like, at least now when she looks at the news, she knows it's like bullshit. Right. Yo, oh, or that, even like, stuff, yeah. Yeah. It's like, yo, I mean, even her was like, you know, come on, what's up with all these documents popping up at everybody's house now? I mean, what the fuck? I mean, it's just like, come on, what's going on here? Like she sees the bullshit, but like uh, mm-hmm. you can't. Yeah. You need to have like one more ground. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and really mm -hmm, for sure. But yeah, I do want to say thank you though for coming on. I appreciate it. Always a good time. Always. And we'll we'll just have to come back and plan for the Moon Knight episode whenever you're done watching it. But thank you, and to all my listeners, thank you so much for listening. And we will catch you on the next one.